0: Well, hello, my amazing and fabulous listeners. This is your host, Eglantina Zing, and I'm super happy to be back on this sixth season of Zing. Last season, we dove deep into the art of building meaningful relationships. Now, let us explore a transformative concept, creating your circle of influence. So welcome to the Zing, where we decode the secrets to a fulfilling life in just 30 minutes. Hello, here we are, wow. And welcome to this sixth season of The Zing. Bienvenidos a todos a esta sexta temporada The de, de Zing with Double G. And I'm gonna take my shoes off because I, I think, I don't know about you guys. You miss me? I have missed you, it's been a long, long, long time. And uh, I don't know about you, but I miss you a lot, and I'm gonna take my shoes off because I think this—I um, want this season to be about us being in our best, comfortable, relaxed way, so we can speak honestly. A calzon quitado, como se dice mi país. Yes, that's what we're gonna do. Because when we started the thing it was honesty is the best policy. Even uh, you know, you go out there and people are take out all those layers of the social currency that we need to uh, behave in a certain way, talk certain things, because if not, either we're not smart or we're not accepted, Uh, BS, let's take all that out. And I'm so happy that I'm bringing back a little bit in this season, you guys as our main guest. All of you, thank you for making the zing, your favorite podcast, Um, you know, how the drill goes subscribe, like it, you can get the zing anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Give Some Hearts, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, in every single platform you can get this uh, beautiful podcast that is done with love and in all honesty what I want to do is create this spaces to have safe conversations so we can evolve and ask ourselves how can we become better. On our last season of the fifth season, Um, it was all the theme based on relationships, all sorts of relationships, relationships of work, relationships of love, monogamous relationship, open relationships, uh, inclusive relationships, all sorts of relationships, relationship with sex, relationship with partners, and and I learned so much. And it was mind-blowing to see how hard it is to... To, or, um, to build a solid relationship because those people around you, if it's a business or if it's your personal relationship, they actually influence your happiness, your uh, progress, uh, your state of mind. So looking into all that, I was like, hmm. They said, oh, the f- five people that surround you are the people that most influence you. And I want this season so we can all dive into, because I started asking myself, and who are those five people? Why do I choose these five people? Why are these five people in every year or every stage of your life perhaps changing? One person that you thought it was gonna be your best friend, to carnal, el hermano, then becomes your worst enemy. And we keep seeing that history repeating over and over again. So I was like, how can we build Solid relationships of people that really are the ones who, who you can have in that circle that protect you, that love you, that have the courage to tell you the truth sometimes when you don't wanna even hear it. Those people that uh, really want you to excel and not the frenemies. I remember always, and I actually hated that phrase where they say my mom or in, uh, where I'm from, Dime con quién andas y te diré quién eres. Tell me who you are with and I'll let you know who you are. And I think there's a lot of truth in that because we human beings learn much faster from example than for whatever they teach us. If in schools they can give you opportunities to teach you about how to build your business, how to make a team, how to uh, be respectful, how to have empathy, how to create opportunities so we can bring change into the world. Um, we will have a different kind of, of, of generations or a system or society. But um, we cannot ask for everything. You know, we can't ask for everything. We will not always have everything, but I believe that uh, those people that are around you, are they help you create the, the, the plans or help you accomplish those plans that you want for your life. That movie that you're directing, that story that you're creating, those relationships that you're building for whatever it is your purpose, um, you will learn from them. You will adopt and imitate their actions, their accent, the way they speak. I'm a monkey in my Chinese horoscope, so I imitate a lot. And that's why I was such a good actress and such a good communicator. Ha <laughs> ha um, But not only by imitating, but you, if you surround your peop- yourself with the right people, you're gonna be able to imitate good practices create good habits, create a discipline uh, uh, opportunities for whatever your desires are so you can accomplish them. But it's not always like that because in that circle of friends, you might think you have some friends and those friends end up not being your friends. T- they are, and it probably has happened to all of us. Who has not found that frenemy? That friend that tells you, I know." don't change we're just gonna go like this super simple we're going to the party and then you meet 30 minutes later and the woman is all dressed up all done high heels and you show up super simple Uh, so those are people that don't want you to succeed and it has happened the story so many times in my life so i was started looking back and i was like oh you know i'm interested in this who are those five people and when you start analyzing You go to the theory of what they tell you what your circle of influence is. Theoretically, your circle of influence are the things that you can change, the things that you have control on. And then there's a circle of concern, which are where most of us spend most of our time worrying about things that we cannot change. So if there is something that we can change, it's our friends, It's the people that surround us. It's something, it's an action that you can create and you can choose who you spend your time, who you're gonna give that precious thing called time that has no value. And I started looking back and I go like, for good or for worst, for good or for bad or maybe make it worse. And I was like, oh, you know, that was my dear friend and that was in the stage and the mood that I was in in that moment of my life and um and how perhaps with a little bit of pain those people or with a lot of of relief those people are no longer in your life but um i want all of you in my life so i want to explore and dive into all this circle of influence with you guys and you're going to be my main guest we're going to have some people uh that I are in my circle of influence, but mostly also some other people that I admire a lot. And I wanna learn from them how they uh, chose their circle of influence to achieve success. And what is that definition of success or what is the definition of happiness? Who is for some people more important is loyalty, trust, a, a love relationship that somebody supports you. And, um, And man, it's it's hard. And they say, your circle of influence has to come from within. You have to look inside. Ah, yes, look inside. I meditate, I exercise, I look inside. And what? I try to fit in, but I got psychological problems. So sometimes the friend that is really a friend and that you should have in that circle of influence is the one who has the courage the balls and the love to be able to spot and tell you the things that you're missing or where your focus is not really where it's supposed to be. For me, give me an example. I have a hard time, a very, or I used to have a very harsh time uh, with my relationship with money. Men, money, money, money. I don't know, maybe because I grew up in the jungle and money is not a currency that you use down there. Uh, Maybe because I, I was also privileged that it was something that we never really talked about that much. They taught me much more about the value of things than the price of things. But the reality is that maybe I moved to the wrong country because I live in America. And here is like Donkin Don it's 24 seven. it's all about money. money, money, money money, 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 money. And um, I've been very much uh, uh, in, uh, towards the the fact that I want to change the world. It's not something that I, it never impressed me somebody who has uh, a lot of money. It impresses me the persons that create changes in the world, the per, the people that create things. Steve Jobs, uh, you know, uh, Celia Cruz, people who who had the ability to create, to touch people's hearts. Not the people that have money, money is an energy, it comes and goes, there's so many CEOs and great to learn from them because it's important. But I've, I never really understood that I had that problem. And uh, I was rejecting Uh, the system and when you become uh, you become a force of negativity then towards something that it's energy it has to flow it's good for all you need money to make change in the world Uh, you need money to survive to pay your bills to have dignity and we all should have that access and at some point i feel guilty because i see people that have so much necessity and it's like I look at me in my house and uh, with three plates of food or how many desserts or whatever and a lady once told me it's like you cannot feel bad for what you have and because of the lack of what others have because that's not going to help in any way of making the change you want to do so that i kind of you know realized it but never really understood that much and uh, obviously i uh, I've supported myself since a very young age. I've worked since a very young age, even though, but it was it, it was um, promoted by my family. You have to work, and, and, and um, I was working in entertainment. Everything was fantastic. You have big paychecks. You have a lot of fame. You have opportunities, endorsements, campaigns. You feel like you're in the top of the world, but something was lacking. I felt that something was missing, and I was looking for a purpose, and I see how everybody, as I said, they knew the prices of things, but not the value of things. And I, I, I was seeing, and I still see, unfortunately, so many uh, sex without love, so many parties without friends, so many marriages without hearts, and I question, why do we happen to know, everybody knows the price of a thing and not the value of, of, of things? Of a person, of a thing, like you see art. Picasso got sold for $50 million, Basquiat died poor. And after he died, oh, Basquiat, now it, because it became a trend and now it has money, everybody knows about Basquiat. But we tend to have that, disconnection towards the things that are important and to the soul of things. That doesn't mean that money is not important. So the story goes and let me make it a little bit shorter because then it's gonna be but analyze, think. I want you to uh, question, dig into yourself, um why is it that we believe that money is uh the price of things is the only thing that ba- that that is important. And um And in that mood, on that stage of my life, I was leaving entertainment. I was looking for purpose. I was super uh, down because you are disappointed. Uh, Everything is, you know, your looks or or what you have or the car you drive. It wasn't really about much of what you can offer. And uh, I was very detached from my relationship with money, trying to look for my purpose and, and uh, but I've always also been very spiritual and very in the, in the wild or in that uh, path of life of discovering and loving people for, for what they bring, for who they are and not for what they own. And um, some of my friends, so-called friends, invited me to this trip to Bhutan. I was super excited. I'm going to Bhutan, I'm gonna be there for a month in an ashram meditating with the monks, find myself and forget about the whole world because I'm gonna be levitating in Nirvana stage because I'm uh, too cool for school. And who cares about money, you don't need money. Listen, I told it to a friend of mine who I admire and love very, very much. And that's what I know how important it's those circle of friends, those friends that have the God to tell you with that courage because it takes gods to tell somebody. Most The easy way is to be like, ah, good, you're going to Bhutan. Have a fun time. And then they turn around and say, like, oh, my God, she's going crazy. She's going to Bhutan, and she's going to shave her hair, and she's going to become a monk. Ah, that's the end of it. ho, ho, la, la, cheers. This friend of mine went like, you, Bhutan? the last place you need to go is to Bhutan. You need to put your feet on the ground, understand and change your relationship with business and with money because you want to change the world. And you have to be chosen because I will choose works that I will choose between a work that is paid or a work that is not paid but that will make an impact in the world. She's like, you're never gonna survive like that. So you need to change that relationship, you need to put your feet on the ground, you need to go back to the center of yourself and change that perspective. But she had that time, that moment to tell me that truth. At the moment, I was super hurt. I didn't like it, Uh, I started questioning and that's why I say sometimes it's easier for a person that loves you to tell you, to see or to spot your problem than for you and your own uh, self analysis find it because sometimes it's like ah, I am not that much of a free soul I am not that much of that so when she said that I already had my tickets I have everything bought I even lost money but I listened to her even though I didn't like it and um, but I knew it deep inside of me that that was something that I needed to do and I'm super grateful till today for that woman that is in my circle of influence and I treasure those relationships because they give you in a very tough love an advice a message it's up to you to take it because she was not forcing me never did never will because i i can do everything on my uh, i i have a mind of my own but the advice and for me to listen it clicked it made a different a difference that was about 13 years ago 10 years ago and uh, my relationship with my with money, with my finances, with the perspective that I have towards it, has shifted. And I remember that day for her, for her godson, for her honesty to come up and tell me what she thought it was going to be the best for me. Not everybody does that, so that's why I question who are those five people that are around you. One thing that it has not changed, it's I will never. And I should never say never, but uh, respect for me is not based on how much money a person has. Respect for me comes from values, comes from person who has been able to be the troublemakers who have overcome all adversities and actually promote or do something that will make the world a better place. That's what we're all here for. We're in the middle, in the midst of wars, of people where you are we are so attached to whatever our our status is what we believe in and we leave our humanity uh, out uh, aside so to say a, a story and and i say that I, I guess I didn't have a good relationship with, it, with money. And then at some point, I, get, I became very eager to have money. And I ended up having a relationship with a girl from the Middle East. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Habibi. Uh, I don't know what that happened. But uh, in any case, this girl has all the money in the world. By far, I cannot be saying this and do not promote this this part of the uh, of the conversation because obviously by law, that is the religion, they're not a law to do anything but behave on these standards, which they don't care. At the end, they end up doing everything, so it's a very hypocritical world. But for that set aside, it's not how they behave or what they're, It is how they behave, it's not what uh, their inclinations of uh, sexuality or relationships um, are based on. Super passionate, great, we're going to spend, decided to spend Christmas together in California, in LA, her family, my family. And uh, it was a very, you know, too soon, too too fast, and I decided, yes, let's go, I think it's fantastic. And I get there man i've never felt so uh, outside of my of uh, of my of myself of my not even a comfort zone but it was like really is all so uh, opulent and uh, words coming from like textus, text text of books and everybody was from downtown uh, kuwait and study in london lives in switzerland it was like where are you people from you got sharks in the middle of the pathways of a house you have bowling ball alleys in a fucking house which it could be normal i am not being a Uh, impressed by any of that but what I was really impressed it was the attitude the attitude how they treated other people the attitude how they treated their surroundings the attitude how uh, and the language and the words how they express uh, their superiority to other countries I was like really And I was really having a hard time in that three days that I was there, and a friend of mine that I never get to see that much because she lives in LA, I live in, in Miami, and, but it's a true friend. And there it goes back to the circle of influence. This girl came over because we already had invited her for dinner, and she arrives in this, the middle of this tension. You can, mira. Try to put a... a, a um, a sword in the middle of the atmosphere to try to cut it because it was so dense. And um, my friend could have easily said, oops, I think it's the wrong moment, I'm leaving. And she didn't. She looked at me and she didn't ask me one question. She, She didn't ask anything. She just said, one thing, do you want to leave? And I said, yes. And it was the day before Christmas and my whole family was coming to LA. I packed my whole bags in one second put her in her little car up under the thing, and she took me to her house to spend Christmas with her, and, um, and then, again, those are the people that really value you, that want the best for you. Not the ones because they have a, a, a hand up, or they have a little bit of, of, uh, of more advantage because of accumulation of goods and they don't have a soul, they don't have the value to respect other people's time, uh, the education to treat people with kindness and um, dignity. In that moment, it was a a big mark, but but listen, uh, that's part of how you create and what I wanna explore with you guys in this season is how to build that circle of influence. I want to know how you have built it, if you have built it, if you've never questioned yourself. I read in social media recently a, a quote that I, that, I, that I found, and it was a father, it's a story, it's not a quote, it's a true story. And a father, gives his, he buys for his daughter a car, super amazing car. He doesn't give it to her until her graduation. So the car is probably 10, 12 years old. When the girl graduates, her father says, hi, I'm super proud of you. Here is a gift that I bought for you a long time ago. Go take it to a pound shop and see how much money they give you. She goes to the pound shop and she shows a car and they tell her they give you $1,000. Then she comes back and says, father, they're gonna give me $1,000. And he goes like, okay, now take it to a um, CarMax. She goes to the CarMax, stays the car there, and they say, we're gonna give you $700. And, uh, and then she comes back and says, father, they told me that only $700 because the car was too old and it needed a lot of repair. And the father goes like, hmm, why don't you go and join a auto fan club and take the car there and see what they tell you. The girl goes, she joins the auto club fanatic, blah, blah. blah. And the, she comes back and says, father, father, they offered me $100,000. They say that the car was unique and uh, it was in very good conditions. And the father goes to the girl and says, Well, now you remember never to stay in a place that they don't value you. That they don't value you. A diamond cannot shine if it's inside of a cave. So moral of the story your circle of influence, those five people you have in your, in, in your circle that you have close to you, should value you. And if you're not being valued, which is the most common story, how can we get out of that circle and build a new circle? So that's what we're going to explore in this sixth season of The Zing, and I want you to send me all your questions, tell me your stories, because I'm going to be sharing it here with you, with our guest, that is made out of a positive circle of influence and move where, from where you're not valued. I love you guys. I think uh, this is going to be a great season. I'm happy to be back, and you know the drill, if you... Find any value in this conversation, share it, love it, give some hearts, subscribe, and I'll see you next week at the Zing with Double G. Love you.